Hi friends, I hope you had an absolutely wonderful Christmas with your loved ones. I know we really enjoyed, um, we were able to split time between my family and my husband's family and it was just a really great Christmas and we really enjoyed it. And one of the things that we had talked about during our travels, because it is a decent chunk of time to travel to each, um, to both families, um, during our travels, we also were talking about um, some of the things that we do each year. And unfortunately, this is a time of year that can be extremely stressful for a lot of people because of the money that is spent and the amount of uh, expectations that are put on everybody around this time of year. And unfortunately, that is the case for a lot of people. And I know my husband and I used to feel the same way where this time of year was just I mean, money was tight and it was just so like exciting, but also disappointing in a lot of ways. And I don't want that to happen for you. Um, over the last several years, we have found like our perfect after Christmas tradition that has made Christmas time way more enjoyable and it takes away all of the stress. And it's just a pretty amazing activity if you have not begun to do this. So I want to bring that to you today so that you can take this and implement it in your own life so that you can focus on just using this time of year to celebrate the birth of our Lord and not worry about the stress of how to pay off everything you just purchased for Christmas. So grab a paper and pen for this one. You're going to want to take notes and let's dive in and get started. Are you ready to stop the chaos, the stress, the overwhelm that's filling your life? I'm Renee Matt, and together you and I are going to build simple routines that are going to change your life. When you put these habits into practice, you're going to be able to organize your life in a way where you can be there for your family, pay off your debt, save money, your house can stay organized, you don't have to stress about what's for dinner, and you still get time for yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Routine Advantage Podcast. So the key to this uh, activity, we'll call it, is to really think back, um, even though it's after Christmas now, I want you to think back to before Christmas and think about all the different things that you had anticipated of what you wanted to do, uh, either activities or events or gifts or decorations, all these different things that you have wanted for this time of year and what you may have been disappointed and not been able to do because of the tight financial stress, or maybe you did it anyway and you put it on a credit card and now you have to worry about trying to figure out how to pay that off. All these different emotions and things that you run into at Christmas time, I want you to really think about all that stress just being kind of wiped away <laughs> because you have a plan for it ahead of time. And that is what we're going to talk about today is we're going to get it all organized and figured out so that next year you are fully prepared and you can just enjoy this time of year rather than being worried about how to pay it off. So if you have been feeling stressed about the money that has been spent or where the money was going or coming from or what kind of credit card bill you were going to have come January, this is what is going to help 
reset that so you don't run into those issues again. And going back to one of the stories of when my husband and I, um, we were first married and I remember Christmas was like, we both wanted just this magical Christmas and we just had no money. And I remember going to the thrift store and we didn't even have money to buy a, like an artificial tree from the thrift store. And we went in and we found this really pretty artificial tree that was like $30. And it took everything we had just to buy a $30 tree because we couldn't even afford that. And my husband was kind of upset at the time because he knew we didn't have the money for it. But I really wanted a tree because I was... I was pretty bad about spending money at that time, even though we didn't have it. Uh, we went and bought this tree and it actually, it, we still use it to this day. We have it as like our extra tree in the dining room um, that has all of our sentimental ornaments on it. And I just, I can't imagine getting rid of it because every time we pull it out every year, it brings me back to that time frame in our lives where we just struggled with money and like having those memories, I don't look back on that and regret everything. I regret certain decisions, but I, it also makes me really appreciate now having the better sense of how we manage our money to be able to still have those memories, but learn from them. And one of the things that we started doing over the last how many years is to have this tradition where we plan ahead for the following year at Christmas time of the current year. So to to kind of go through how um, how we do this is while it is all still fresh in your mind, you think back to what what was happening at Christmas. Like if it ever came up like, oh, we're going to need to buy more lights or oh, it'd be nice to get this decoration next year or it would be nice to do this for Christmas next year or this type of event. All these different things while it's still fresh in your memory, I want you to just brain dump this list. Whether it is, um, you know, maybe it's a bunch of extra groceries at Christmas time for cookie baking, or you want to do gingerbread houses, or you want to go to this uh, Christmas event in town, or like one of the things that was on our list last year was we wanted to get a nativity set for outdoors. Um, this year. So that was on our list. And so we went through this whole list of things we wanted to purchase or things we wanted to do, even if they weren't monetary value. All these different like dream lists for Christmas of for the following year. And we also went through and wrote down a whole list of names for everybody that we were going to be buying gifts for. So our godchildren, our parents, and all these people that are going to be on that list of who we wanted to make sure that we had uh, some money set aside to buy them gifts. So that's what I want you to do first is to just take your pen and paper and just start writing down all the different things of what you want to do and what you might want to add to your collection next year and just kind of write down your dream list and who you're going to be buying gifts for. Um, if you're not quite sure, just put it down anyway because it's better to plan for it and then have a little extra money to spare than to not plan for it and then not have enough money. So it's best to just write it all down. Then once you have your full list, you go down it again and beside each item, you write the estimated 
cost. Like for our nativity set, I went through and asked my husband because he's the one that kind of does all of that. Um, He's really big into Christmas decorations. As a side note, his goal is to have our house look like the Griswolds on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So that gives you a good idea. We always have to budget a decent amount for Christmas decorations. But Anyway, so I we went through this list and it's a conversation between us like, okay, how much do we want to spend on this or how much do we need to set aside for this? And we go through this list and initially it might feel a little more stressful because you're trying to go through all of this cost, but you're doing it ahead of time so that you can be prepared and you can also prioritize. So if you don't have the money to spend on all of these extra things, then you know a year in advance that, okay, if we don't have the money, then we need to find different solutions that can still make us, you know, enjoy this time. So maybe it's Christmas movies at home. Maybe it is just making some hot cocoa and driving around and looking at Christmas lights and making special memories that way that are little to no cost. But you can prepare for that ahead of time so that it's not all about the financials. When you have costs associated with Christmas, it's best to do all of this ahead of time so that you're not surprised and stressed when all these things start popping up that you weren't prepared for. So once you go through your list and you write down an an expected amount next to each one, then at the end, you total it all up and see what your grand total balance is. So once you do that, like let's just throw out a number and say our total all added up was $2,000 that we need for decorations and gifts and events and um, cookie baking and everything. Say it's $2,000. We want to have that money ready by November of next year. So rather than all of a sudden coming to November and having this extra $2,000 bill to be able to spend Christmas the way that we want, instead, we're doing this, this this year figuring it all out, knowing we need $2,000. And then if we want it by November, that gives us 11 months to prepare. So we take 2000 and we divide it by 11. And that gives us about $182 a month that we need to save from January through November. That will give us the $2,000 that we want to have the Christmas that we want. Now, when you do this, your number might be way above this. It might be way below it. It might be exactly 2000 So it really just depends on you and your family and what you guys want to do and how you want to spend it. So this isn't saying that you have to spend a lot of money on Christmas. I don't want it to come across that way. I don't think that you need to spend a whole lot of money on Christmas, but it is vital to be able to do this ahead of time so that you don't have the stress at the time of year when it all of a sudden just pops up and all these expenses get added to your monthly budget. So once once you figure out your total and then divide it by how many months you have to save, that gives you the amount you need to save monthly, which becomes the amount to go into your Christmas sinking fund. So if you go back to episode seven, where we are doing our base budget, you build your base budget, I mentioned something about sinking funds. And the sinking funds are basically, it's like one big savings account that is actually divided where you have specific sinking funds that you are saving for. 
into this savings account. So I know that when we are refreshing our base budget for 2024, that we need to make sure we have $182 a month set aside to go into a Christmas sinking fund. Once I do that and I make sure that our balance, our, our budget is balancing out, then I know that we're going to be prepared for that amount of money come next November and it's time to buy all of the Christmas stuff that we need to buy. And so that is just an example, but this is going to help you to prepare those expectations and to reduce that stress. So if you think it's going to be a struggle, like once you add all this up and you're like, okay, I I can't save $182 a month. There's no way that we have that extra amount right now. It's better to know that now so that you can adjust either expectations or adjust how much you can spend on each person for their gifts, or adjust, you know, maybe it's adjusting your income or picking up, I know some people don't want to um, change the amount they're spending. So maybe it's picking up a couple of extra hours each week or each month to try and help boost your income to save for that. And so it's really, it depends on what you want to do and how you want to play it out. But Having all of that figured out ahead of time and a year in advance gives you the flexibility to be able to have a solid plan so that it reduces any stress for next year because that is the biggest thing is you don't want to (laughs) go into next year without having done this because that is what creates all of that extra stress. So when you look at that and you need to reduce some things, maybe it's not even necessarily saying we have to get rid of, you know, these different activities that make money. So if you one of your activities is, you know, having this huge gingerbread house decorating contest where you spend, you know, $150 on all sorts of fancy candies and getting all the perfect decorations, maybe you just adjust that and you do your gingerbread house contest. But instead of doing all this extra fancy candy, maybe it's each person gets a $5 bill and you go into the dollar store and you have to get creative and pick out what you think is best and what you can do with $5. Or maybe it is um, having that tradition where you're just doing the hot cocoa and popcorn at home with Christmas movies or you're driving around to see those lights like I mentioned. Or if you live in a state with snow, maybe it is um, adding a snowman building contest to your tradition instead of, you know, attending all these expensive holiday events. It's just getting creative and managing those expectations ahead of time. You can still make amazing memories without a high cost. And a lot of times you don't have to spend any money at all. And it's just really fun to be able to plan that out ahead of time. So to recap, the number one thing you want to do is sit down while it's all still fresh and go through everything you want to do for next Christmas. This is gifts, decorations, events, everything. And ask your spouse or your significant other or your family on their thoughts too. Ask them what their ideal Christmas would look like. That gives you a good list to be able to go through and put everything down on paper. And then number two, you want to assign an expected cost to each thing. Number three, you 
add those all up and you get the grand total. And side note is don't forget all of those extra expenses like the wrapping paper and the tape that can, it can add up very quickly. So we definitely include all of those little things too, because you will want to make sure that those are included so that next year is super stress-free. So number three is to add it all up and get your grand total. And then we go into number four, and this is when you want to decide when you want to have your Christmas fund fully funded, and then divide your total Christmas fund amount by the number of months that you have to save. So again, our example before was if we have our grand total is $2,000, and we want it all saved by November, that gives us from January to November is 11 months, we would divide $2,000 by 11. And that gives us $182 a month, give or take, like it's about $182 a month. So you just want to do the same thing, take your grand total balance, divide it by the number of months you have to save. And then number five, you put that amount into your base budget, so that you can add that amount to your sinking fund each month so that you are fully prepared for the next year. And a bonus tip that I didn't include that I think is super important is to keep this list somewhere where you can easily access it throughout the year. So our favorite is to use a Google spreadsheet. We have a tab for each year. So not only can we look back at previous years, but we can also make notes throughout the year. So I have it right on my phone. And as the year goes through, so we have, remember that list of all the different people we're buying for too. As we're going through the year, if we hear somebody mention something that they want or something that they would like to have, but it's not a direct request, we can always just pull that list up quickly and add it next to their name so that when it comes time to actually shopping for that person, we already have a running list of ideas of things that they have mentioned that they'd like throughout the year. So that just makes it really easy to um, be able to buy gifts and know that what, what you're getting them is actually something that they would like without them really realizing what's happening either. Like, it's just fun to be able to have that organized list ready to go. So when it's time to shop, you know exactly what you're doing. So I hope this is super helpful for you and it takes away the stress for next year. Uh, If you need some help going back again to your base budget, that is episode seven. And I will do another um, episode soon for how to refresh your base budget and add those sinking funds in for 2024 so that we can have a super fresh start into the new year. But this is something that is it's just so important for next year is to get this Christmas sinking fund figured out and added to your budget so that you are fully prepared next year and you can just enjoy the time rather than being stressed about money. So I hope that can be a blessing to you and I will see you in the next year. Did you love that episode or learn something useful? If so, would you do me a huge favor? My goal is to grow this podcast and help as many women as I can break free from the overwhelm so they can truly enjoy their life. The best way for me to do this is for you to leave a five-star written review on your podcast app and to share this episode with a friend or in your Instagram stories. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next episode. Take care.